0: Which is obviously recorded it right here in the game cache, which just celebrated its third year anniversary. I'm your host Adam. With me, as always, is Trey. Trey, it's been a long road. It's been a fun road. A lot of uh, cool learning experiences, huh? Yeah,
1: we've learned a lot over the last, or, well, <laughs> over a hundred weeks 100, of recording this right. uh, podcast.
0: I tell you, I never, I did, I wasn't going into this thinking I was going to learn a ton of stuff. You know, I thought we were just going to chit chat. You know, I might learn a few things. Honestly, it seems like every week I learn something. and It's crazy.
1: Yeah, no, I kind of felt the same way. Like, um, I mean, I figured I would learn about some, um, yeah, I, I don't know, more accurate pricing on some games, yeah, and whatnot, but uh but no yeah i agree like we've we're, we've really covered a lot <laughs> of interesting stuff and interesting factoids about gaming and random video games and stuff oh, yeah so. i mean
0: not just that i mean uh you know i learned a bunch of stuff about like pokemon cards and obviously um different uh card games y'all play here and stuff mm-hmm. like that um pop figures you know all that mm-hmm. good stuff. So uh, it's it's been crazy. And we're obviously we're going to talk a little bit more about that later on. It's going to be a little bit different than an episode. We're we're still going to talk about uh, stuff regarding the store as far as stuff that's come in, events, and um, stuff like that. But we're going to skip the history and
1: uh, uh, fairly busy weekend. Sales sales are starting to pick up for the Christmas season. A lot of people are starting oh, to pick I bet. up. Yeah, some consoles and things like that. So. Uh, which anybody a while knows I've been preaching it. I mean, definitely pick up stuff while you can because yeah. there are things there. Are, I'm not going to, I don't know. I, I, am not going to say which ones because <laughs> I don't want people to like, uh, I don't know, try to screw anybody else over, All but right. there are certain consoles that like I only have one or two of. So, yeah. um, you know, did, some some stuff's going to be hard to find this year so if, if you don't get it while you can um, you know you may be out of luck so anyway just all I'm saying is you know get your christmas shopping done early uh, sales have increased so it's been kind of um, kind of cool seeing that happen um, really been trying to work on restocking things getting things put out on the floor cleaned up and that sort of thing that way we can keep up with like inventory as it's you know going out the door and whatnot mm-hmm. uh, But, yeah, that's been pretty much my week. Uh, What you got going on?
0: Um, So, obviously, I'm getting ready for the convention. Uh, Upstate Pop Expo. It's going to be this Saturday and Sunday in Greenville at the Shrine Center. I think you said that's where um, Southeast Game Exchange used to be.
1: Yeah, Southeast Game Exchange was there one year, I think. Okay. I I think it went from the Hilton to the... Uh, Shrine Club, and then on to the convention center where we was oh, a okay. couple times. So.
0: Well, I'm excited. Um, it's the second year they've held this, um, so obviously a little bit smaller than like uh, Southeast Game Exchange and uh, SC Comic Con, but I'm still excited. Um, I like meeting new people, trying new things. So, getting inventory ready to go, and uh, should be a lot of fun, man
1: yeah have you been making a lot more stuff
0: i have um i've so obviously we i've talked about this before it's it's hard to tell what's gonna sell so i've i've actually i, I didn't have a bunch the last couple of times i've been at a convention so i've made been making a lot more uh my Hero academia ones mm, yeah so um, smart yeah so uh Hopefully those will sell, and obviously the the ones that are always like the big hits, like the Mario Karts and the Zeldas and the Nightmare Before Christmas. Those are the ones that, no matter what convention I go to, they sell.
1: So yeah, that that type of stuff, like the same thing, like whenever I get in like pops of that type of stuff, Funko Pops, they, yeah, they, they they sell super fast. So I think that's a smart choice. Yeah. Um, that's awesome man i hope you do well this Ah, weekend you'll have to let me know or let us know on the show yeah
0: like i said i'm trying to expand more to i've spent the last week um researching different conventions that are going on in south carolina georgia north carolina even a few in alabama and um signing up for them so hopefully if i can get a table and the dates work out uh start expanding a little more and uh bunch of different kind of conventions, like one that's specifically anime and others that are just video games. and So I'm excited.
1: Yeah, it's it's really crazy how many conventions are out there. Like, I had no idea. I feel like more and more either. now because people on my Facebook page will, you know, say that they're interested in this event or going to this event and whatever. And so stuff's just popping up constantly now, yeah. which, is, which is awesome. <clears throat> like, years right. ago, I mean, you had, like – you had stuff like uh, everybody knew about Dragon Con, Yep. and then you had Anime Week in Atlanta, and then you had uh, Heroes Con, and I think that's in North, North Carolina. Carolina, yeah, and like that was really it. Like yeah. you didn't really have anything else. I mean, there was there may have been a couple like smaller ones in the surrounding areas, but nothing like um, that yeah. you would hear about a lot. And then, but nowadays, I mean, it seems like there's one. You Know a couple a month or two oh, or three, God, a month. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah,
0: I, I should. I wish I would have brought my little uh calendar, um, that I was writing down the dates. It's, it's insane how many just within a small cluster of yeah, states, yeah, within there like are,
1: three or four states. Honestly, it,
0: with all the room that's here at the mall, you could probably have one here.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, they used to, they used to back in the day. I don't know if you remember this, Adam, but. Way down on the other end, um, where like Santa sets up, but like once a year, (laughs) uh, tons of guys would come and set up tables around that entire area and sell like sports memorabilia and sports cards and things like that. I
0: remember
1: that. Um, Oh my god. So yeah, I mean they could definitely do something like that here at the mall.
0: I mean, just like take like an empty Belk or Sears, Sears. Right there, huge area. Yeah. Would be perfect for a convention. And that's yeah. a lot of what I've heard from talking to other vendors. A lot of times that's where conventions are held at are like abandoned malls, shopping centers. Because mm-hmm. they're just like, they're perfect. A lot of times they already have like shelves for like.
1: Yep. So it, it would be cool to do something like that here. Um, you should do one.
0: Yeah,
1: maybe. We'll see how it goes.
0: <laughs> Cash con.
1: <clears throat> yep. But uh but anyway, yeah. So I guess uh well we got a lot of kind of interesting things to talk about. So yep. I guess I'll go ahead and move on to the um trade-ins we got this week. But just just wrap up what we were saying. If you don't already follow Adam's uh page 8 bit perler art on Facebook, give it a follow. I'm sure you uh you put where you're going to be when you're going to be there, right? On there. So uh that way you can follow where he's going to be. Um so uh um. Anyway, definitely check out his stuff. But
0: also check out. Um. If if you didn't get a chance to come around the anniversary, uh, f- definitely follow the other artists. Um. You got uh, Stitch Heart,
1: Stitch Heart, Lion Heart, Lion Art, eighteen. Yep. Yeah. I was um, thinking of that
0: Van Damme movie. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Lion Art eighteen will he comes out? It's Travco. Uh. He mm-hmm. comes out every time. Stitch Heart Crafts. They were all here at the anniversary, which yeah. is, there's many more. Uh, Redbeard Murals. Um, Not a good one. Uh, I'm sorry, everybody. I can't remember everybody's social medias right now. But, <laughs> I mean, there, there's a bunch. I mean, I've, I've shared all their stuff before. Yeah. So. Um, but anyway, um, so I'll run through some trade-ins real quick, and then we'll get into events and then move on to the all right. Sounds good. topics. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, Adam's right. Give all those guys a follow. They're all really awesome. Uh, anyway, so as far as trade-ins go, i um, happy to announce we actually do have some PS4s in stock right now. So, wow. for anyone looking for PS4s, we do have everything from the Pro to the um, base model to the Slim. So, um, all different models of PS4 in stock. If you're interested in a PS4, definitely swing by and get one. I know that's going to be, they're always hot sellers, but they're going to continue to be hot sellers throughout Christmas and going to be hard to find. So if you're looking for one that you can know is going to be tested, it works fine and all that sort of thing, you don't have to meet anybody in a dark back alley. Um, come swing by and uh, pick one up. But uh, we do have switches as well. regular switches as well as switch lights. We do not have any OLED models for anyone interested. Uh, we do have Xbox Ones as well. We have Xbox the original model, Xbox One S, and Xbox One X. We do still have the Minecraft Edition Xbox One S as well. That one's really hard to find. And we have a matching controller. So if you're interested in that model, we do have it available. As far as the retro consoles, we do have um, uh, NES, Super Nintendo, um Nintendo 64, GameCube, Wii. We do have a Wii U at the moment, so if you're interested in Wii U, we have one of those available. Uh, original Xbox, Xbox 360, Sega Genesis. Uh, we just got a Sega Master System in as well. Um, that was wow. probably one of the biggest trade-ins I got. No, it was definitely the biggest trade-in I got over this last week. Sega Master System in a bunch of games. It's really clean. Um, well, let me rephrase. It's in really good shape. Uh, I do need to do a little bit of work to it, but uh, should have that going up I'll post a picture of that excuse me guys when it goes up for sale but uh should be going up up for sale fairly soon um, but anyway Sega Dreamcast Sega Saturn PS1 PS2 PS3 um, we have all that sort of thing available uh, and I just recently posted a picture on the Facebook page that I thought was a pretty cool picture. Pretty cool things we have in stock. It's a lot of our consoles that we have in box. So
0: I remember seeing that. and I thought it was so cool.
1: Yeah. So a lot of these consoles are, you know, hard to find in box. I mean, yeah. even even like Xboxes and PS4s. A lot of people don't keep the boxes. So uh, you know, I took the picture because I figure it's a pretty cool thing to get for as a Christmas gift if it comes in the packaging. So,
0: right. I'm disappointed at what I don't see. What's that? The uh, mini. And Man. the yeah, what mini? The mini uh, Nintendo. Uh, not that's uh, the micro, not mini micro.
1: Oh, <clears> the, the Game Boy micro Match.
0: and the Neo Geo.
1: Yeah, I didn't. Put those, those are wild. Yeah, those are super cool. But I didn't <laughs> put those up there because they're just so small. And I I, take I get it. I from get back, people yeah. like, what is
0: that? <laughs> but I mean, that they, they, is like that's yeah. something you definitely, especially a, bo- a boxed micro. I think that blows my mind more than a Neo Geo.
1: Yeah, I mean they're they're both really cool, um, but yeah, so I've got got a bunch of retro consoles and newer modern consoles that are uh, in box. Uh, and uh, I will say they're varying stages of completeness. Some of them are just the box. Some of them have the insert. Some of them have the paperwork. And I also will you know let everyone know a lot of those, especially the uh, the more retro consoles, are uh, we do charge a little bit more if they include the pri- the packaging and things like that. Um, so they're not the same price as the uh, as like the bare ones yeah. um, now some of the new modern more modern consoles like switches and stuff we don't charge anything extra for that cause that's I mean you can still find those on shelves so in the store so anyway and we don't charge anything extra for those um, anyway so we got all that kind of stuff in stock we put out um, putting out a few more pops nothing major didn't get any major trade ins but uh, restocking some of the Marvel stuff and things like that this week. Um, um, I'm trying to think other, like, notable things. Mm, I don't know. I guess that's the biggest things. I mean, we got in a bunch of games and things, but um, none of that. Uh, um... Oh, I guess the last thing I will say is I'm working on a bunch of handheld stuff, so mm. I'm working on some PSPs right now. I've had a lot of people asking about them, so we're going to be restocking PSPs and a bunch of handheld games as well. So, um, come check that out. I don't I don't think we... The only Pokemon game I think we've got right now is Pokemon Gold um, that we'll be putting out pretty soon, but... <clears throat> um... Uh, I just know that that's... One of the most common questions we get. So okay. I think that's the only Pokemon game. But anyway, uh, let's breeze through events real quick. So, obviously, Adam's got the Upstate Pop Expo coming up this weekend. Um, we're going to be uh, putting out the advertisement for a. For a. Um, excuse me. Sorry, I got a message from someone. But um, we are going to be putting out a. Some advertisement for another art show. Uh, the date we're looking at is the 11th, December 11th, that is. So that'll put it a, just about a, exactly, almost exactly a month from now. Um, so I'm trying to get that advertisement done this week so uh, we can start taking sign-ups for vendors and all that sort of thing. Um, uh, we're still doing every Saturday's free practice sessions for Smash Bros. and fighting games. Um guilty gear tournament uh, is every other weekend Uh, so that's not gonna be we'll see we did it this past weekend so it'll be two week two weekends from now we'll do another guilty gear bracket so that's the 20th Um, We I am nothing official to announce yet but I've been in talks with people we're gonna try we're gonna attempt to start doing tournaments like maybe more regular tournaments after the beginning of the year uh we're gonna see how that goes but that's gonna be my my plan so as soon as i get that stuff officially ironed out we will definitely let everyone know um but uh, as far as events i guess that's about it for right now uh do i mean it's sort of an event i guess uh Do keep an eye out for the Black Friday sales. We will be running some Black Friday sales um, coming up in just a few weeks, uh, which that's pretty crazy, too. Adam, can you believe that uh, Thanksgiving's basically like two weeks away? Uh,
0: It's it's wild.
1: It's crazy. (laughs) So, anyway. This year
0: has gone, obviously compared to last year, but it has been so crazy
1: uh how fast this year's gone by yeah it's been insane i cannot believe how fast this year's gone by but anyway um <clears throat> as far as um as far as that goes just to let everyone know i think it's appropriate to announce it in this section um our hours will be changing somewhat during holiday times. so uh, the mall itself is ironing out the details so it depends on them but as soon as they uh, put out an official official announcement We will um, relay that to all you guys. Uh, I will tell you, Thanksgiving Day, we are closed. We will not be open on Thanksgiving Day. So you can take that day off, rest easy, get ready for Friday and all the deals and all the shopping. So it should be a fun time on Friday. Black Friday. Black Friday. Um,
0: Anything you want to try and
1: get? I haven't even thought about (laughs) it, honestly. Uh, Maybe. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, so anyway, uh, I will again not to beat a dead horse. I hate to keep bringing the same things up, but I really mean it. Um, <clears throat> just one last time, uh, it I, sales on Black Friday, but I mean you may want to pick stuff up before then or get here like really early Black Friday because I really do expect to sell out of a lot of things this year. Um, like I said, hate to keep saying beating a dead horse, but I really do mean you know get it while you can. But yeah. Anyway, so I guess we can move on to the uh, the meat of the show. The
0: meat of the show. So we, you know, is it smart to invest in a video game as compared to like other things, stuff like that? Um, which we've seen, you know, over the course of just five years, how crazy the prices have gone up. Yeah. And what do you say? What do you say to people? I mean that. Are saying, well, I'll just wait till the price goes down on like something like an old game, not a newer one, which obviously is going to have something that's mass produced? But somebody who's thinking about getting and collecting, and he's like, oh man, I love like uh, Dreamcast games,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I love playing Marvel's Capcom 2. And he goes to Southeast Game Exchange, he sees you, has a, you have a copy, and he's like, dang, is that much really? Man, I remember a couple years ago, it was this price. I think I'm going to wait on it, I think I'll wait till the price goes down, or right. see if I can find it cheaper. Yeah. What do you say? I mean, like, you, obviously you can't be like, it's not, you know, just buy it now, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what do you what do you say to people like that?
1: Well, I say that, but without the idiot part. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I mean, I'll I, I tell everyone, like, it, if you want something... So, okay, I guess... All right, so we're doing a deep dive today. So, mm-hmm. to, to get into the whole like the way all this works for anyone who's interested and doesn't know um, so a lot of people who is kind of like a fringe collector or a more casual collector or just getting into collecting or anything like that um, you may not, may not realize some of this and some of you may so just bear with me but anyway so if, if you've only been paying attention to the price of games over the last like handful of years like Adam said the prices have skyrocketed, yep. and here's the thing: it's it's not often that the price of like an entire collectibles category, or really the entire collectible world, will explode like it has over mm-hmm. the last couple years. Um, so that is an anomaly. That is an anomaly. However, what I will say is um, collectibles. Um, do naturally uh, gravitate upwards in price over time. I mean, that's just the way it works. I mean, that's how, even before, like, there was such a thing as Pokemon cards and all this type of stuff, that's why, like, um, you know, antiques and, like, how antique shops even survive. How, um, like, Antiques Roadshow, you remember that show? Oh, yeah. The reason why... things like that even exist is because old things that are hard to find that are desirable get more valuable as time goes on because those things get harder and harder and harder to find so it's it's a basic supply versus demand issue well there's no reason naturally with uh collectibles anyway I mean, they they've continuously went up over time, just at a very slow pace. And if you look at things like video games and cards and things like that, I mean, they're very young. They're a very young market as opposed right. to like, you know, uh, antique vases or, yeah. you know, I mean, something like that or like art, you know, like, Aztec pottery. <laughs> yeah, right. Like stuff like that obviously has a much much longer time span. So that's why you know stuff like that can go for you know thousands and thousands and thousands for like a basic piece right. um... now i'm don't get me wrong i'm not ever saying that like a charizard is going to compare to a mona lisa or something like that um, in terms of like a, you know artistic value or what something mean? like that but what i am saying is there's a market for collectibles there's a market for individual collectibles i mean look at coins maybe coins is a more applicable example so coin collecting has been a thing for I don't even know how long. Long, 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 long time. Mm-hmm. Much longer than, like I said, Pokemon cards or video games even existed in this world. So, collecting any of these types of things that people collect, the more time passes, the more, uh, like I said earlier, the more the price gradually creeps mm-hmm. up. Now, um, it is possible where you have these anomaly anomalous events such as... Um, what we had with the coronavirus thing and all that in the right. past couple of years where the um, the price of a particular collectible or the collectible world in general will just like explode so yeah. one thing that really affected um, other collectibles like even coins and things is like grading so grading the grading process in the collectible world is very it, uh, very influential that's right. the way I want to say it
0: it's the so, best way to get top dollar.
1: Well, it's the best way to get, yeah, top dollar if you're looking to sell, but also... Well, top dollar
0: and value, I right, guess. Right,
1: right. And if you're the buyer, it's, it's the best way to get a guaranteed, well, pretty much, most of the time, guaranteed, like, yeah. top, best quality product that you want to get. Um, <clears throat> so, anyway, I, the, the main point that I'm getting to here, though, is even though factors can affect... Um, the market in different ways like markets can crash um markets can jump up um but inevitably if something is desirable if people want that thing the price is going to continue to go up over time whether it jumps up because of different variables or whether it's just a slow (laughs) creep over time Mm -hmm. uh, those things go up over time so anyway what a lot of people have done with this uh, huge jump over the last couple of years is they've looked at the market and they've gone, "Oh, this is crazy! Like, the, it's not worth that. These the, right. these things are not worth this price." And
0: do you th- real quick, do you think the people who are looking at it now think, "Well, this is because of the pandemic. Once things get back to relative normalcy around the world and around you know around here." You know, people won't want to hoard video games anymore, so the market's bound to drop a little. Do you think that's what they're thinking? And if so, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, so that's exactly what a lot of people think. They think that, um, you know, all this stuff that's risen in price is gonna just drop back down. Like you can get, you know, first edition mint condition Charizards for hundred bucks again, like you could back in the day. Forever going to go back down. Now, it will there be some some retracement? Will there be some drop in prices? Yes, there, and there already has been like um, vintage, more retro Pokemon stuff, first edition base set, uh, vintage Magic the Gathering cards, um, things like that. Yes. Uh, some of that stuff has dropped in price um, you know over the last year um, but uh, it's never they're never gonna go back I mean when I say they've dropped in price I mean you're talking I don't know uh, you know 10 15 percent maybe on average uh, I mean I know certain things anybody I know somebody might want to correct me. I know certain things have dropped more significantly, but on average, things haven't dropped significantly. I mean, things have dropped, like I 10%, 15%, maybe 20 in some areas. But um, that's, like I said, on average across the board. It's But, you know, if they went up 100%, 200 300%, then them dropping 10% is not really that significant. You right. know what I mean? So... Anyway, like I said, people expecting these things to drop back down to pennies on the dollar—it's just now—it's ne- not going to happen. It is never going to happen. It happen? It's because we're in a uh, doomsday predicament, end of the world scenario where nobody's going to care about games or cards or anything to begin with. You're more concerned with food and water. So, um, it's just—I mean—because—and the reason why I say that is because I don't foresee a scenario ever happening where video games are no longer popular. Right. I don't ever foresee a situation where Pokemon is no longer popular. Exactly. You know? I mean, this isn't going
0: to be the way of like the Beanie Baby. Right. Which I, I thought was so interesting. I actually read an article about the rise and fall of the Beanie Babies and how... I mean, it, it was insane. I think we've mentioned it on the show before. And uh, I almost wonder if some of the pop figures are ever going to go that way.
1: See, I've been thinking about I was actually just about to mention that. Okay. So pops are another interesting thing to look at because I've mentioned on the show before, like I've expected pops to drop for a long time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I really, when I opened the store, I had in my mind, okay, pops are <clears throat> going to, the bubble for pops is going to burst <clears throat> soon. I was like, I'm going to stock pops. I'm going to keep st- pops stocked. But I'm gonna try to move them like as quick as I can. Yeah. Like I'm gonna try to liquidate this stuff after like a year or so. I'm gonna keep my eye on the market, and as soon as I see okay. things going down, I'm gonna just like move on to something else. Yeah. And it just hasn't happened. And <clears throat> so, yeah. but Maybe as that. I've been um, open these last three years, I've learned a lot, and a lot some. And what I've learned specifically about pops is like okay, so. <laughs> The comparison between Pops and Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies failed because there's nothing about Beanie Babies to keep them relevant except for the Beanie Babies themselves. Right. There's no Beanie Babies TV show. There's no Beanie Babies cartoon. There's no Beanie Babies anime. There's no Beanie Babies card game. Anyway, there's nothing else to appeal to anyone except for people who just like the Beanie Babies. Yeah. Whereas Funko Pops, see, they make pops out of all the different characters yeah. that, that exist in in fiction in the world. So, <clears throat>
0: if they ever make a Beanie Baby pop, I'm going to lose my mind.
1: <laughs> so you don't have to be a fan of Funko Pops specifically, just Funko Pops to like. Funko Pops, mm-hmm. you can be a fan of, like we were talking about earlier, uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah. You can be a fan of My Hero Academia, not on a single Funko Pop, but you see an a, a All Might Funko Pop, and you're like, man, that looks cool, yeah. so then you'll buy it. and That may be the only Funko Pop you own, but you right. bought it because you like My Hero Academia, not because you have a huge Funko Pop collection. Mm. So that's why pops are surviving that's why they've survived this long and that's why I've, frankly my opinion has changed and I see Funko pops continuing to survive okay. um now don't get me wrong the popularity will fade over time uh, to compared to like their max popularity right but they're gonna continue to survive because if you can buy for ten dollars roughly you know give or take if you find them like right when they release, if for $10 you can get a f- collectible figure that of a character you really like, that's a bobblehead or whatever. I mean that that's a good deal. That yeah. a $10 for a figure of a character that you like is not I mean that's pretty standard for a generic figure. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um but then on top of that you can look and say look at the pop market and say, well, I mean I like this figure, it's $10 now, but I mean who knows it could be worth Fifty dollars down the road, or a hundred dollars, or two hundred dollars—who knows? So, I mean, there's that initial, that um, additional factor of value that um, you know plays into it. Yeah. So Um. Anyway, there, there's a lot of variables, but um, that's my opinion on pops. Now is that they're going to survive long term? Um,
0: All right, back at it. Um,
1: so, um, yeah, what's the next question?
0: So, uh, obviously, with um, newer systems coming out and more mass-produced, where, where do you see it stopping? Like, I honestly didn't expect something like a Wii U to be, but you, you called it. You were like, you know, if you got a Wii U, if you got the games, hang on to them. They're going to be hitting a value. It's because of it, is it because of its popularity? It wasn't that great of a system kind of deal? Like, you're not seeing the same things as the systems that came out with it at the same time, right? Yeah, so... um... So I guess my question is, obviously, you know, when we talk about investments, we're talking about, like, old games like Nintendo, you know, specifically video games. You're talking about, like, Nintendo and Super Nintendo going up to, like, Dreamcast, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But uh, now with, like, the Wii U ones, stuff like that, do you... what, What is the cause of that, I guess? And is it something... People can look forward to in the future, like what to look out fa- look what to look out for in newer systems that might be possible investments down the road.
1: So yeah, that's so that's a very interesting um, question, an interesting topic to talk about. So um, with always with uh, speculation or predictions on things, it's um, it's difficult. It's mm-hmm. I mean, you're it's a gamble, right? So anything that I say here um, is my opinion um, I mean I, I think it's a um, you know, good opinion but it's based off of what I've seen in being in this market for so long but it's um, it's no there's no guarantees I wanna put that out there to start with so there's there are no guarantees if you speculate on an item a video game system video game or a card or whatever there's no guarantees that that thing's gonna keep going up it's, it's like playing the stock market in a way in a way um, if you don't uh, I mean you you may put all your money in a particular stock or crypto and you like, this is the one this is the one that's gonna you know reach X amount I'm gonna make all my money off this one here and then you know chances are it could either crash or stay the same or go up I mean that those are your options so um You know if it it happens a crash it's just bad luck you know I mean it happens Um, sometimes you can't predict those things uh, because you don't know the future obviously Um, but who knows you may pick the right one and make a ton of money you never know Um, but anyway so um, when it comes to those type of things this is what I look at so generally speaking across the collectibles world you want to look at an item that uh, has some inherent value which like, okay, well I'll use the Wii U thing for example. Okay, The Wii U has some inherent value in that it is a video game system. It is a Nintendo product. Mm-hmm. So inherently, there's some value in it. Um, <clears throat> the other thing you want to look for is um, the popularity of the item. Okay. So, for example, um copies of assassin's creed or copies of um grand theft auto 5 or copies of gears of war or halo or something like that normal basic copies those games are never going to be you know thousand dollar games they're never going to be a hundred dollar games um unless maybe you got like a sealed or whatever anyway i'm talking about used copies they're never going to be a hundred dollar games. They're ne- probably never going to be fifty dollar games. They're probably they'd be lucky to be, you know, twenty dollar games. In my opinion, right. the reason why is because they're super easy to get, and they're right. going to be easy to get for years to come. So twenty years from now, if you want to find a copy of the original Assassin's Creed for Xbox three hundred and sixty, you're going to be able to find it. I mean, it's not going to be hard <laughs> to find. Right. Vice versa if 20 years from now you're looking to find a <clears throat> uh, good condition working wii u console mm, you might be you might be struggling a little bit it yeah. might be hard to find because uh, the same basic concept of uh of uh retail essentially is uh supply and demand supply versus demand um there wasn't a high demand for the Wii U when it first came out, right. meaning they didn't sell that many consoles compared to, you know, the Switch or the Wii. Um, so, therefore, if the demand goes up over time and the supply dwindles, so even though there wasn't much of a supply to begin with, you know, comparatively speaking, yeah. um, the supply is going to dwindle over time because they're going to get broken, they're going to get thrown away, and... Um, you know, whatever's going to happen to them. So the supply is naturally over time going to decline. I mean, demand goes up, but supply is so low where you can buy one now for $150. Um, a Wii U 20 years from now is probably going to be three, four, five hundred dollars 500 Who knows? It's going to be somewhere in that range. Yeah. Um,
0: Meanwhile, a system like a 360 or yeah. a PS3. Yep.
1: Yeah. Just like if you want, yeah, if you want a basic. 360 just to play 20 years from now i mean you're still going to be looking at a price range of one to two hundred dollars in my opinion now but that's where you know you have the special edition consoles and things like that now don't get me wrong guys those are gonna be more valuable down the road but if you just like i said if you want a basic 360 to play 20 years from now it's not going to be um Insanely expensive, the way like a Wii U will be, or something like that. I mean, just look at, I mean, and all you have to do to look for comparison is look at like the uh, the original NES, like original NES's sell. We sell them for eighty. Some people sell them for a hundred. Some people sell them for one hundred and twenty, whatever. But anyway, you're looking at around a hundred dollars for a what twenty five year old system. Yep. So. That's like the Wii U because they made a ton of original NESs, a ton of them. Yeah. So they're not hard to find, but um, but look at the like, let's say you know the um 16, the uh, Atari Jaguar, the um, uh, 3DO, Panasonic 3DO. You know, some of those consoles that aren't quite as old as the NES, but I mean, they're still retro consoles. Mm-hmm. Look at the prices of those. Because those did not sell nearly as much as uh, nearly as many units as the NES, SNES, and uh, N64. Mm-hmm. So, where all those three consoles—NES, SNES, and N64—average around a hundred dollars right now, and In- inherently valuable, yeah. they're fun, they're video game systems, whatever. All those other consoles I named are significantly more. Yeah. Um, and that's because. They they have inherent value. They're gaming consoles. There's fun games on them, all that sort of thing. But much less supply available <coughs> for mm-hmm. uh, people who want them. So uh, that's why the value goes up. So anyway, to to get back on the main topic, it's um, so as far as like predicting things now, mm-hmm. speculation type of thing. You want to look at something that has inherent value that people are gonna like, that the supply is somewhat limited, and um anyway, I mean there's there's a ton of other factors you could look into depending right. on what product you're talking about. But those are two things that are like strong, very strong indicators. Okay. So if you were to look at like uh Pokemon cards for example. So Pokemon cards right now are super, super hot. Mm-hmm. Like the new stuff I mean. Like new sets, every set they release, they sell tons and tons and tons and tons and tons, and tons of them. Yeah. So, there's so many copies of these cards being made. Which, granted, supply... I mean, demand <laughs> is very high right now as well. I,
0: I still can't believe that it's... Shelves are empty.
1: Right. I yeah. mean,
0: it, it's wild.
1: Nowhere can keep it in stock. No. Um. So, demand is very high. So, that's why some of this newer stuff is retaining some value. But, let me tell you. As the years pass, these random, like, V's... And the cheaper VMAXs, and if they're not, if we're not talking about Pokemon, and I mean, um, Charizards and Pikachu type stuff. We're mm-hmm. talking about just your generic, like, cards that right now are selling for 5 seven, ten $7, yeah. $10, something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: These cards are not going to hold a lot of value as time goes on. So, like, where you might have a, just as a comparison, so you have, like, a base set for Fairy, okay? So I don't know what the price of that is off the top of my head, but I would venture to say Unlimited probably $20, give or take, let's right. just say. So the reason why that card is $20, $30, $40, whatever it is, I don't know, um, is because it's they didn't sell nearly as much base set as they are pumping out of these new sets. And um, so if you have a base set... Um, Foil Clefairy, you know, like I said, it might be $20, 30 $40, um, but a... Yep.
0: Alright, sorry about that, back at it.
1: Yeah, I had a customer there, but, um... So, anyway, um... But, to finish up that point about the Pokemon cards, so, yep. like, a a V a A V, a I think that's how it's pronounced, Chromarat, little bird Pokemon, V, out of a Pokemon, um, pack nowadays, um... That's like a dollar, or like it might be 75 cents. I don't know, anyway. Mm-hmm. It's like a dollar, so like 20 years from now, that card's still gonna be a dollar, most likely, or you know, roughly speaking, it might be 50 cents, might be two dollars. I don't know, that card's gonna be worthless, right? Um, the reason why is like I said, um, <clears throat> it's super mass produced, and there's no like inherent value because it's not played um it's not played competitively um and it's also not a fan favorite pokemon so it's not like an eevee or a, a pikachu or a charizard or something like that so um with cards like i said there's a lot a lot of variables that goes into this type of stuff but um it's it, just to since i'm talking about it if anyone is interested in like pokemon cards types are the alternate arts Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have like, uh, you know, I don't know, like, uh, there's like a Rayquaza V or VMAX or something. It's like alternate art, he's flying over like the land. I don't know. Anyway, people people who play Pokemon know what I'm talking about. The alternate arts are the ones that are very low quantity produced as compared to other cards. They're hard to pull. They are valuable now. I yeah. mean, they're they're already valuable, but those are going to be the ones that are valuable down the road. Uh, the other main factor you want to look at when it comes to cards is what I mentioned a minute ago, which is playability. So for anyone who's, who knows me and has listened to the show before, like we play old format Yu-Gi-Oh! up here. So a lot of those old Yu-Gi-Oh! cards, which aren't necessarily fan-favorite cards anything like that, But they hold a lot of value nowadays because of their playability. People play those old formats because they're nostalgic for them. I mean, to put it basically, um, that's a big, at least that's a big motivator. I mean, there's other factors including, you know, people think the format's more fair and this and that. But anyway, point is, cards in the game that are actively being played, like, um, you know, people are playing in tournaments, in Pokemon tournaments, and they're winning tournaments, and this is a really good deck... Those cards are also ones to, um, look out for as far as going up in the future. So if anybody ever wants to revisit and say, oh man, that, uh, fall 2021 format was like such a fun format, but blah, blah, yeah. blah, we should build decks and play that format again. Well, then the cards that were played in this format will be, uh, valuable down the road. Um, so I don't play Pokemon. I don't know which formats are considered like the best formats or whatever, but that would be something to look into. You'd want to look into whatever format people like most and then buy the most uh, played and highest rarity versions of cards from that format because those are the ones that are going to go up over time. Um, or, again, no guarantees, but that would be my guess as far yeah. as uh, the ones that were going to go up over time. Um, but the more basic <clears throat> excuse me, the more basic thing to look at are your fan favorites. Pokemon's all about um, fan favorites. Yeah. I mean so your Pikachu's, Pikachu V Max, your secret rares, your Charizard, Secret Rares, things like that. That's the stuff that's gonna go up over time. And again, don't get me wrong, like your if you pull a Charizard V or whatever, I mean I don't know, it might be like or a Charizard EX or G X I mean it might be a 7, 8, 10, 12 dollar card right now. Those are never going to be those are never going to be if they're just the basic ones, they're never going to be 1000 dollar cards. Right. But they may go up over time and go from like a 10 dollar card to like a 20 or 30 dollar card. Um you know, I mean if it if that particular card gained some traction for some reason, it might go up to 40, 50. But <clears throat> guaranteed like you're never gonna get rich off of like basic Charizard GXs, yeah. um, unless you just have like a boatload of them. Mm-hmm. But um, but as far as like if you want something that's guaranteed to go up over time, those are guaranteed to uh, at least maintain their price that they are now, but most likely go up at least somewhat over time. Like I said, it might go from a ten dollar card to a twenty dollar card. Right. So you're never gonna get rich off of twenty dollars, but I mean, you know, it's something. Or if you have like a hundred copies of it, obviously, you know, you're gonna make just a little bit more money off of it. Yeah. Anyway, my point is, um, there's a lot of factors that go into it, but essentially, you wanna base everything you do off of supply versus demand. Do you think this item is gonna? There's gonna be a demand for this item in the future? Do you think that the supply is limited enough to where the um, demand is going to outweigh that supply, meaning the prices are going to go up? If you look at a game like, let's say, Assassin's Creed, and you Mm say, man, tons of people love Assassin's Creed. So you know the demand is there as far as popularity, but then you look at the supply and you say, well, there's 50 bajillion copies of that game that was made so a smart person says okay the demands never gonna be there I mean the supply outweighs the demand there's always gonna be copies for anybody who wants to play those games um, so that's not a good investment opportunity in my opinion um, you wanna look at something like uh, limited editions uh, collectors editions of games sealed collectors editions that's that In my estimation, that's really where a lot of the money is going to come from. Yeah. If you buy the limited editions and the collector's editions of popular games and keep them sealed, those things guaranteed go up over time. Now, obviously, you're going to pay more for them. I mean, some collector's editions, you know, day one when they come out, you buy them from GameStop or Walmart or whatever, wherever you get them from. Um, they're gonna cost you, you know, a hundred dollars, hundred twenty dollars, hundred thirty dollars, whatever it is. But guaranteed, if you keep that sealed, especially, it's gonna go up over time. If it's a popular game. Um, now, you know, some of them, if it's a not a very popular game like Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, for example, nobody plays that game, so nobody cares about the um, like collector stuff <coughs> for that right. game because people want to play marvel 2 marvel 3 whatever they don't care about marvel infinite so um you know that 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 would be an example of one to to not invest in in my opinion um or maybe you look at it and you say well this game is underappreciated i think down the road it will be appreciated and people are going to revisit it um so maybe it's something worth investing into i mean that's a valid line of thought i mean that may that may be the case i just i don't see it personally but anyway those are the the things you have to look at look at the the fact some of the main factors to look into so i don't know if that really i'm hoping that really helps some of you who are interested in the uh investment type side of this stuff um there's a lot lot i mean a lot of these topics these topics we're talking about today i mean i I could talk forever right. about this type of stuff, but um, uh, because, just because there's so many variables that go into all yeah. this type of thing, but today, I mean, while we are doing sort of a deep dive, I'm, I'm really just trying to stick to the the primary points, the main points, um, because we don't have hours and hours to talk, but... Um, <laughs> trying to hit the main points for you guys so hopefully it helps you guys if you're interested in that that aspect of things um but one thing and i keep trying to allude to it i just want everyone to know like i said at at the beginning of this portion is that it's all a gamble so yeah just be smart um but the biggest thing is you have to be willing to accept that your gamble may not pay off just like like i said in the stock market if you put hundred percent of your money into a single stock or crypto that is not smart because there's no guarantee anytime you're investing in something you're taking a gamble so even video games even though i say i throw around the word guaranteed here and there it's still a gamble Um, like i said at the very beginning this is just my opinion so at the end of the day you have to be able to accept okay i bought you know 10 copies of every Wii U game because I think Wii U stuff's going to go up. You have to be able to accept that that stuff may not go up ever or it may go down. Um, so it is possible. I don't think it's likely in my opinion, but I'm just, I just, I just want to point that out because a lot of people I feel like jump into things that they don't fully understand and they really don't accept that, um, you know that that they, they could not make a profit off of whatever thing they're jumping into, and so they get themselves in a bad position. And while I'm, I love this aspect of things. Like mm-hmm. I love watching the values of things and seeing what what's in demand and what's not. Like I, I don't know, it's just interesting to me. But um, you know, you able to accept that um, you know you could lose when yeah. you gamble. You could lose, and um, I've seen a lot of people who. Who got into something and they didn't? They didn't accept that. They just thought, okay, I'm just going to throw a bunch of money at this yeah. and just get this giant return. It's you know
0: almost never works that way.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not something that it doesn't work that way. Well, and, you ha- you
0: have to be willing to do the legwork, as they say. Yeah. you know, you you got to do your homework.
1: You do this your isn't homework. something where
0: a person says, hey, do this, you'll be a millionaire, and you're like, okay. No, you you gotta be able to do the work yourself.
1: Yep, you gotta be and able it's, to it's, do it.
0: It all starts with just it getting the knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing all the variables, knowing what to look for, what not to look for, warning signs of possible fakes. I mean, I don't, how many times have we talked about reproductions of Pokemon cards, uh, mm-hmm. pop figures, video games, stuff like that? Um, so yeah, if you're just getting into it, you you really gotta do your homework.
1: Yep. So um, that is absolutely the first step. Like anyone who um, decides to get into any kind of market, like whether it's whether it's uh, stocks, crypto, video games, anything as you're looking to invest into, Adam's a thousand percent right. You need to look into it first. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Give me one second. I have one other thing I really want to mention when it comes to this topic, okay. but uh, I got to take care of. This. Yeah,
0: yeah. <coughs> All right. So you want me to rhyme with you of time.
1: Yeah. So that was <coughs> uh, the other thing I definitely wanted to um, uh, definitely wanted to talk about was um, a lot of people, a lot of inexperienced people with this sort of thing. They also expect like an instant return like people Mm. expect okay i'm gonna go buy these pokemon cards or whatever and then next week i'm gonna double my money and i'm like (laughs) no (laughs) like that's not how it works so if you are interested in investing in anything any of this type of stuff collectibles i mean sure sure Sure. it i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna buy a hundred copies of this one card and who knows? Maybe they come out with a deck that supports that card, or um, uh, I don't know. So, something happens, and it makes that card explode in value, like the next week, and you quadruple your money. That is possible, but it is not likely. So the the way this type of stuff works, whether it's cards or whether it's video games or whatever. If you're looking to make real profit off of this stuff, like not just like okay, I bought this, I bought this thing for, you know, eighty dollars. I sold it, you know, next week for ninety. I mean, if you're looking for that, you can do that. It's not too hard to do stuff like that. But um, if you want to make like actual profit, actual money on things, you have to consider time as well. So. You, when you invest in things like, let's say, like I said, that's why you use the scale earlier of twenty years. So, like if you invest in a Wii U right now today, um, you're not gonna be able to sell it next week or next. Okay, give me one second.
0: All right, guys. Well, unfortunately, we had a little problem at the end of the show. Trey pretty much uh, wrapped up what he was uh, wanting to say about it. So I'm just going to have to record the ending right now. Be sure to follow the Facebook page, obviously, for all updates on events and uh, products that come in. Everybody have a great week, and as always, game on!